0: Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. The less your business spends, the more margin you keep. But today, everything costs more. So smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle.
1: So we had this very hot jobs report, and we have this very aggressive Fed. So a lot of people might be wondering, you know, why didn't they sell down the stock market? Uh, we're joined uh, by Dennis Gartman, the chairman of the University of Akron's Endowment, to discuss the latest here. I suppose we can say that, Dennis, if you if you have high inflation and an aggressive Fed, uh, you're just better off with a with a strong economy to offset it. Uh, and that, that might be why we saw a little bit of... Um, uh, you know, buying into the close. Your thoughts, I know you were negative. You were pretty bearish when you were on last time with us. Have you softened a bit?
0: I would say I've softened just a tad. I've been quite bearish since January 1st of this year. As the chairman of the university's endowment, we, I, I actually had the committee move to, to take 12% of our portfolio out of, out of equities and on December 31st. And we actually did, we took 3% out last March and moved 3% into the gold market to hedge against inflation. But I must admit, the rally has been a little more exuberant than I had thought. I was a little surprised by the response on Friday. Maybe it's just a rally in a bear market, which I think is what it is. But uh, I have to admit that I I have been somewhat taken aback by the fact that the market has remained as strong as it has, given the fact that the yield curve is inverted and and will continue to invert even more substantively, given the fact that the Fed is probably going to tighten at least 75 basis points in, in September, probably another 75 basis points in the November meeting and maybe even 50 basis points in the December meeting. And I have been surprised by Miss Daly, who's uh, not a voter this year. She votes next year, if I'm not mistaken, on the FOMC, who's tended to be rather uh, dovish, has been a little more uh, hawkish of, of late, which I, uh, that surprises me. So I, I'm I'm somewhat uh, bemused by the fact that the stock market has been as strong as it has been since the middle of June. I, I continue to think this is a rally in a bear market, but uh, less vociferous, less... Uh, uh, amenable to that, to the fact that less amenable to the fact that I thought we'd be down another 20% before the year was
2: well, out. Well, uh, actually, Dennis, what you said in June was that uh, the rallies are actually at the moment, uh, in the rallies in equities uh, should be sold into weakness right now, but that may change in another three, four, five, six months or so. So has yes. that changed? You know, the point is you have to be hugely selective, I'm sure. <laughs>
0: one has to always be selective in this business, doesn't one? it's uh it, it's it's what it keeps us alive and keeps you able to fight the, the next war i like um simple things i like uh, I, I i i like very much dividend paying stocks i like uh as, as i said in the past i like the things that if i drop them on my foot will hurt so i like <laughs> copper i like trains i like ships i like things of movement uh relatively wow. easy to understand business circumstances but i have to admit um the uh the jobs number on friday was a, a Quite a surprise to everybody. It was a surprise yeah. to me. I quit uh, forecasting the numbers two and three years ago. Uh, well, All you well, ended up well, doing was looking rather uh, rather uh, foolish uh, with revisions that come to it in, in the next month.
1: Will it make some people uncomfortable um, that they're the ones selling here when Warren Buffett is buying?
0: Uh, yes, Mr. Buffett apparently is buying. From what I understand, he's been buying for the past several weeks. Uh, when Warren Buffett buys, one has to at least pay attention. One doesn't have to always follow, but one has to pay attention, no if ands, or buts about it. Certainly, you, uh, you have to bow and say, here's one of the great investors of all time yeah. doing something uh, on, on the bullish side.
2: Dennis, tell me here, I mean, have you ever known a situation like this in terms of where we are with an economy with uh, not rampant, but certainly highly elevated inflation and a job market, which is so strong? And what does that mean for investing?
0: Rich, I think you have to take a look seriously at the job number that came out Friday. At first blush, it was a stunning number. One of, the, one of the problems with the number is that there were 380,000 new jobs added because of the birth-death uh, adjustment. That'll probably come down to 180,000 next month, which means next month's number is going to be demonstrably smaller. So there are some problems with the number, but uh, I, I have to admit, uh, all of the economic data other than the employment numbers seem to indicate an economy that's recessionary. The yield curve inversion now is 40 really... basis points and heading to mm-hmm. 50 seems no, to be not highly repressionary. Nonetheless, the, job was, the jobs number was impressive.
1: You have to say that. And so was the services number last week. Uh, so it's really more than just the jobs. But uh, Arvin Signorella said, he, he sort of joked that the only soft landing in 50 years was Captain Sully on the Hudson. Uh, but he, <laughs> did, he, he, he did raise the point that every time the Fed goes too far, why not stop short?
0: The Fed has always gone too far. They, they tighten too far, they ease too far it's just the nature of the beast. they're slow to react in, bo- in both instances, always have been, always shall be, and one of the things but it, ba- it begs the Spartan question, letter,
1: why, why not this time just stop short? They won't do it. It's just not in the nature of the beast. They,
0: they will they will err again, they always have, they always shall. One would say it would be wise if they wouldn't, but they won't.
2: Dennis, yeah, often in this program we talked about this inflation being supply-side. Certainly there could be some evidence of that uh, turning to uh, a more demand side. But uh, structural changes are taking place, as so which we really do need to take account of. One is green inflation. On top of that, we've got an aging population, which means you've got fewer younger people supporting older ones, which demand higher salaries and the like. And, uh, and certainly uh, at the moment we have all these elevated but uh, off the highs commodities prices. But it, there is a struggle going on how the economy evolves.
0: People are not paying enough attention to the demographic shifts that are taking place. Europe is now depopulating itself. Japan is depopulating itself. Korea is going to depopulate itself. The United States is barely populating itself. And if it weren't for immigration, we would be depopulating. Russia is depopulating itself. We need to pay attention to the demographics of the world. And and nobody seems to be paying much attention to it. That, to me, is one of the big changes in the world that no one one is paying attention to. It's bothersome to me. You need, you need growing populations, not declining populations, to keep economies moving from the lower left to the upper right, and we don't that, have that. that.
1: That might argue uh, for a Fed to get a little softer going forward, I suppose. I mean, obviously inflation is the, is the main job, but you have now the bond market completely at, at loggerheads with the Fed over long-term uh, growth. Who's right? I think the bond market
0: tends to be right. The bond market tends to be smarter, in my opinion. I've only been at this for 45 years, so I'm still a newcomer to it. But the bond market tends to be smarter than the Fed on almost all circumstances because it's real people putting real money to work. The Fed is using other people's money or not their own money at work. And when people put their own money to work, they tend to make better decisions. So the bond market, I think, is telling you what's really going on. And the bond market reversed over the past week, made a new high in price, made a new low in yield. And suddenly on Friday, on Friday after the numbers came out, you had a technical reversal day. I've learned to pay attention to reversal days, and I pay real attention to reversal weeks, which are rare and, in, in a rare event indeed. But you had it on the, on last week, so I think the bond market is telling you that higher rates are coming, and that the uh, the, the pivot is now off into the distance for a long period of but, time. But
2: tell me, uh, Dennis, how far is the bar bond market being skewed by quantitative tightening?
0: Quantitative tightening is a reality. The Fed has, has promised us, and I think they should follow through to take 95 billion dollars out of their balance sheet over the course of the next several years. When you took the balance sheet from what 9, $9, trillion, uh, $9 billion or $9, 90 billion dollars to 9 trillion dollars in the course of five years or 10 years, you have a lot of quantitative tightening that has to go on as they run the bond market off. That had been the fuel that had driven stock prices higher, and the Fed is taking the Fed is going to be taking that fuel away for the next several years. It's going to be a long, slow, and involved process. They said they're going to do it. I hope they do.
2: Dennis, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. Dennis Gartman, their chairman of the University of Akron's Endowment Fund.
0: It
1: can be hard to see the
0: challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Do you love Elon
0: Musk? Do you hate Elon Musk? Do you have no idea what to think about Elon Musk? Then we have just a show for you. He's become even more larger than life. Fine Twitter doesn't get us closer to Mars.
2: They are like really close to the edge of like everything falling apart. Like, oh, Elon, I volunteer, put a chip in my brain.